Hi there friends, I'm Lisa Capala. Welcome to Where's Wilmington? So we know the winter season is upon us and let's face it, we've all been donning masks. How do you save your skin? What can you do to protect your skin and to make the transition from the seasons easier? Well, we have an expert with us today. Dr. Winnie Wong of Caring for All in Woburn is here today to talk to us about how to save our skin and many other things. So welcome and thank you for taking time out of your busy practice to come and visit us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your training. I know you're a family practitioner. Tell me a little bit about where you received your training because you're a local lady. Yes, so I was actually at the Accelerated Med Program at Boston University. So I did my undergraduate there in two years and then I did medical school there. Um, and after I graduated, I went to Tufts University um, residency where I um, got my degree in family medicine. Wonderful. So you practicing family medicine, that covers all the different, what we say, genres of medicine there are? From the womb to the tomb, Lisa. Wow. I have um, infants as old as one month old, and I, my oldest patient is probably 97. Wow. Well, kudos to you. That's great. Thank so you. tell me, in your practice, have you seen folks having more skin irritation problems or things like that due to wearing masks or just the change from the hot to the cold? Oh, absolutely. I've seen a lot of people coming in all different ages, um, men and women complaining about skin problems with the masks and the winter coming. Wow. So what can we do? What are some tips that we can do to help us because we're going to probably have to be wearing these masks for a while and it's looking like with some of the new guidelines we may be wearing them longer than we were in duration. So how does that really affect the breakdown of the skin? Well, I'm going to start with just the basics um, of skincare during this time of year before I get to the mask. Great. So I think that one of the most common mistakes that people make is they wash their face with really hot water. I think that we have this conception that the hotter the water, the cleaner the skin is going to be. And also we're cold. When we come in, we want to take a nice hot shower, wash our face. But actually the hot water strips your skin of essential oils and it leaves it feeling dry. And then what happens is your skin doesn't have that protective emollient and it overproduces oil and then you get clogging of the skin. Okay. So I actually recommend using lukewarm water, um, not hot water, and you don't also wanna over scrub either. Um, so after you wash your face, you also want to apply a gentle moisturizer. Again, people have this misconception, if I apply moisturizer, it's gonna clog the skin, but you need to maintain a fine balance. Your skin is a protection against the environment. So we don't wanna strip it again of its natural emollients. I think another common mistake that people make is um, we get really busy, it's easy just to use, you know, whatever we use in our body, we use on our face, but you have to remember that the skin on your face is much more delicate. So some people say, well, you know, I didn't have time, I just used my Dove body wash on my face, and that's gonna be much too harsh. So again, getting back to the basics, you don't wanna use hot water, you wanna use products that are especially made for the face. So that's probably number one in terms of taking care of your skin. And then you wanna apply a gentle moisturizer 
um, that is appropriate again for the face that's not going to be too oily. Okay, so what if I have all different age groups in my home and I've got an acne prone maybe teen and I'm in my 50s so I'm facing rosacea, do we need different specialty products for the whole family or is there one that you kind of think you really like? Um, I would say if you had to pick one, I do like um, gentle cleansers, like Cetaphil makes a gentle, right, um, right. you know, that's a, a table over the counter like at CVS and Walmart. But um, if you really have different skin types, you do want to target the different skin types. So we have teenagers um, with oily skin, you're going to want to pick something that has like salicylic acid or benzyl peroxide or an alpha hydroxy acid, but that wouldn't be appropriate for someone with more aged skin. So. Right. Wow. So I guess we really do have to use the specialty products. So sometimes, you know, when we see all these ads, we don't really know if we necessarily need that, mm -hmm. but I guess we do. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we solved that myth right there. <laughs> How about uh, as far as using an SPF in these products, and you brought me some nice little chapstick here, which has SPF in it. I never thought about that for your lips, but let's talk about SPF, what it really is, what it does, and do we need it in our products? We absolutely need SPF in our products. I think that um, living in New England, we have this misconception in the winter also that you know we don't really see the sun, but even just driving around, we do get sun exposure through the glass. I don't know if you've seen that picture of the truck driver. He's right. unfortunately become famous where one half of his face is totally has sun damage from sun exposure. Um, so I tell people, you know, I understand we're all very busy, get a moisturizer that already has the SPF in it and put it on before you even leave the house. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. But SPF doesn't block the pores? So you again, you want to pick a moisturizer that isn't too heavy and again is made for the face. You wouldn't want to use your body cream with SPF on your face. Okay. So. We're hearing a lot about hyaluronic acid. I hope I'm saying that, that right. You said it perfectly. Okay. What does that do and is that good for us to use? So hyaluronic acid is actually in our bodies, naturally. It's in our skin, it's in our bones, um, and unfortunately, as we age, we lose it. So it's in our collagen, that's what makes our skin look nice and plump and dewy. Mm. Um, and as we age, we unfortunately lose it. So hyaluronic acid comes in different forms. You can see on TV, they sell it topically, you can pump it onto your skin, and that can help um, plump the skin surface, kind of like the bed sheet, so you know you're kind of like evening out the fine lines. And then in my Medi Spa, where we use injectables, fillers, you might have heard of like Juvederm, sure. Restylane, we're actually injecting it under the skin to help plump it up more, so it'd be kind of like the mattress padding of a mm. bed, so you're really providing some bolstering underneath. Interesting. Are you seeing both men and women using these types of products, or is this mostly a female-driven product line? Um, absolutely. I'm seeing both. Usually the women come in first and then their um, significant others see that their counterparts are looking fabulous and they want to know their secret. Okay. So, yeah. And so you have both. How important do you feel water and diet are to keeping our skin healthy? I think that um, they're both really, really important. I tell my patients our bodies are 70% water. Um, and especially in the winter when we turn on the heat, 
Um, your skin is gonna be drier because you're actually getting more dehydrated. So it's super important to hydrate from inside by drinking water and putting moisture in the air by using a humidifier. So those are really, really important things. Um, another important way to make, keep hydrated is after you get out of the shower, when your skin is still a little wet, to put that moisturizer on your face and on your body um, to trap some of that water in. Kind of locking that in place. Exactly. Okay, so as we know, uh, most of us Americans are very coffee and caffeine driven folks, right? Yes. Does caffeine play a role in loss of hydration and skin issues? Absolutely, so caffeine is a diuretic, which means it makes you pee water so you're gonna lose it. So what I tell my caffeine drinkers is, before you have that first cup of coffee, I want you to have a big glass of water. And if you wanna get your metabolism going, put a slice of lemon in it. You know, if you wanna, you know, it's been hard with COVID, people have been putting on the so-called pandemic poundage, that lemon will help to get the metabolism going. But also you'll get that water in because most coffee drinkers are drinking water and it's like 11 o'clock before they finish their coffee and they haven't gotten any water. Right. And as far as the water goes, does it need to be room temperature? I've heard that's better for your system if it's room temperature. Should it be cold? Do we care? A, I think it's a little less of a shock if it's room temperature okay. or even a little warm. How much water are we supposed to be having? I know it's a lot. <laughs> I would say at least six to eight ounces, uh, six to eight, um, eight ounce bottles a day. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of water. Yeah, it's but definitely keep more. that system yeah. moving, right? right? Exactly. Okay. Do we want to move into masks now, or is there something else you'd like to share with us about skincare before we jump to that? Um, I, we can go ahead and talk about masks. All right, sure. great. So I know a lot of folks are wearing mostly cotton masks. At least, you know, people are making them at home, and that's what people tend to be using. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that's the best type of mask that you would recommend? If we're talking about fabric masks, I do think that the cotton is going to be the best. It's going to allow the skin to breathe the best. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Now, what about those with the straps? You know, I'm thinking myself, my face is irritated from mm -hmm. the strap constantly mm -hmm. being on my face, but you have to have something to hold it in place. Mm -hmm. What do you do for that? So the mask doesn't have to be so tight that it's causing irritation or abrasion. I mean, unfortunately, the reality is it's not still going to protect you 100% um, right. unless you're wearing an N95 mask that is specifically fitted towards your face. So I would say that you don't want it so tight that it's irritating the skin. If it is irritating the skin, you want to loosen it. Or if it's already irritated, you could put some emollient like Aquaphor or mm. Vaseline um, before you put the mask on so that it's not causing rubbing. And then, of course, when you get home or when you're in a place where you don't have to wear the mask, you know, immediately take it off, clean the area so it doesn't get infected, and then put something moisturizing on just to protect it. Okay, so are we in a double-edged sword situation? We know we have to wear the masks, but if we have a latex allergy or if we have skin issues and we're putting Aquaphor or Vaseline, that's gonna irritate our skin. So how do we really work it out with those situations? You wanna wear the mask because it's safe. You're putting Vaseline or Aquaphor or whatever and that's clogging your pores. So how do you get around that? Um, so I, um I, I say the Vaseline and the Aquaphor in the evening when you come home, okay. like after you've cleaned your skin. So you're not like putting in all the time. And then when you're wearing the mask, don't have it so tight that it's causing right. irritation or abrasion. Okay, because I've noticed around the nose area where the nose pinch piece is, right, right. I'm getting some irritation in there, or it seems gunky to use a technical term. And I'm wondering what I can do about that. So you don't have to have it that 
that tight because having it that tight there really isn't going to cause okay. um, that much pr more protection. Okay. What about our hands? We're washing them even more than we were before. And I know that the skin on your hands is fairly thin. And as you age, you can get, you know, age spots and thinner skin. How do we work around that? So the same thing, like I was saying before, so as soon as you wash your hands, um, you know, you may want to just get a gentle lotion, like Cetaphil also makes a gentle lotion. So as soon as you wash your hands, you're trapping a little bit of that moisture in from the water. So constantly carrying something um, with you to hydrate and moisturize your hands. Okay. Um, that, that's really helpful. And then a trick that I do is when I put my moisturizer on my face, I use the, whatever's left on my hands and just rub it into my hands. Oh, super duper idea. What about someone who may have psoriasis or eczema, those conditions, which actually, can you explain what those conditions are and how we work around caring for skin that way too. And I know diabetics have some issues with skincare too. So can we speak to those three sure, conditions? So psoriasis, so psoriasis and eczema are kind of like um, gradations of thickened skin. So they're going to be um, our skin that is callous, but just much thicker. So um, eczema is a lower level um, where you can have irritation and then um, you're gonna get areas of thickened skin and it may feel itchy. So sometimes that requires a steroid. Um, really? Yes, a steroid ointment. Um, you can try it over the counter, but if it's severe enough, you may have to use a prescription steroid or oral steroid like prednisone. Okay. Um, now you really have to be careful with that. When I prescribe a steroid um, that's prescription strength, I always tell my patients, this is very strong. You don't want to overuse it, meaning you don't want to use it for more than five to seven days. You don't want to use it on areas of the skin um, that are very thin, like the face, right. the genitalia, um, because I think people have this habit of putting things in their medicine cabinet and, you know, a uh, family member says, oh, this is itchy. And they say, try this. And, right. you know, you really need to consult with a doctor before you do things like that. Okay. Um, and diabetics, I know that they can have certain particular skin issues. Can you speak a little bit to that? Sure. So diabetics, um, it's really, really important that they check their skin, especially their feet, because maybe they're walking and then they don't, we don't look at our feet all the time. We look at our hands and, you know, our arms, but it's really important to make sure the skin is intact. So when diabetics um, have high blood sugars, it's harder for them to fight off an infection. So they might have a really small cut. Um, and if you weren't a diabetic, it wouldn't be an issue. But if you're a diabetic and your blood sugars are high, that can grow into an infection, which can then become complicated and require an amputation. So they really need to stay on top of keeping their skin intact, which goes all the way back to what we were saying about making sure the skin is hydrated so it doesn't get dry and crack and peel and then become infected. Right, and so you're doing your water, your moisturizer, and hopefully somewhat of a healthy diet as much as we yeah. can. And checking your feet. Every, right. every day. So that brings me to the old trick my grandparents used to do, which was putting the cotton gloves on at night and the cotton socks with cream in them. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's okay to do or should we not be doing that because it's going to clog us and irritate us? You can do that with regular lotion. Um, so there's some things to consider when you're thinking about the creams or lotions. Um, Creams and lotions are similar. Um, ointments have more of an oil base. Creams and lotions differ in the amount of alcohol that they have in it. So um, first of all, you wanna get something that's non-fragranced. So anything that smells good, like from Bath and Body Works, I know it smells nice, right. but the way they preserve the smell is because it has alcohol in it. 
which is drying. Exactly. Interesting. So unfortunately, you have to forego the fragrance and you want to just get a simple, you know, like Vaseline or again, Cetaphil, um, something that doesn't have any fragrance. And you can use that certainly and then put the cotton. Cotton's always um, good because it, again, breathes as opposed to um, you know, like polyester or wool can be irritating. Right. Um, so that's perfectly fine with regular creams and lotions. Where you want to get careful is the prescription steroids. I do have some patients who get desperate. They're like, oh, Dr. Wong, I have this really hard area of skin that just won't heal. And I think they're tempted to take saran wrap and we'll wrap it. Right. But that you, that's a big no-no with the prescription um, steroid ointments. It's just too strong. Right, and I would imagine air can't get in and circulation must be an issue as well because with diabetics there's sometimes a circulation problem as well, right? Exactly, but yeah. what we're more concerned about is that's gonna cause thinning of the skin and eventually um, break down the skin. Wow, okay. What about melanoma? Everybody's favorite topic, right? Mm -hmm. I know we're using the F SPF to try to combat against that, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of us forget about that in the winter because as you said, we're not seeing the sun like we would in the summer when we're putting on sunscreen. Do you recommend sunscreen every day? I do recommend sunscreen every day. Really? Yes. Any particular things we should look for in the ingredients? Um, I personally like zinc oxide because it's a, a physical barrier in addition to chemical barriers. So I don't know if you remember back in the day they used to have the kids wear that sunscreen. It had like the different colors, like yes. the bright colors. So they make um, sunscreens now for adults that we can wear out in public um, that have zinc oxide. So again, I like that because it's a physical barrier um, in addition to um, a chemical barrier. Um, and again, you want to pick something that's not irritating to your skin. Um, I would say also at least an SPF of about 30 would be ideal. Wow, okay. Yeah. Is there anything final you'd like to tell our listeners today while we have you from your practice? Well, I know it can be really confusing going into the pharmacy, looking at all the products. I have patients who, you know, just say they have like medicine cabinets full of products. So um, I know it's really confusing. The most important thing you want to look at when you're choosing a product is to look at the first two ingredients. Whatever you're purchasing, the most important ingredient should be the first two. Um, and then if the first few ingredients are a bunch of like fillers and things that you don't know what they are, that's probably not going to be a good product. So for example, you're asking me about the teenager with acne. Right. You really want something with salicylic acid or alpha hydroxy acid so, or benzyl peroxide. That should be one of the first ingredients. So that's super important. Um, and if you have any questions or concerns, um, we are happy to do a skin consult. You can um, look us up on our Facebook page or our website. It's woobermedispa.com, and we're happy you can bring in all your products. We can give you recommendations about what you can continue using or maybe what's not so helpful. Okay. So do you recommend maybe the first of the year kind of going through your medicine cabinet and really getting rid of as safely as you can, all of the products that have been in there for a while? Because I think many of us, I have some calamine lotion. It's probably from the 80s, I'm sure. But, you know, I just leave it in there. So yeah. how often should we really be doing a purge of all of these items? I'd say at least once a year is probably a good Wonderful. idea. And also, again, having someone help you take a look because you might be using products that are actually counteracting other products that you're using or actually, you know, um, creating harm or damage. Excellent. Anything final you'd like to say before we say goodbye? 
Um, I hope that everyone stays safe and have a happy holidays. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Warren, for being with us today. And thank you for watching Where's Wilmington. The next time someone asks you Where's Wilmington, you tell them right here and right here on WCTV. We'll be with you again very soon. Keep your skin hydrated.